we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for February 8th, 2021. The next report is entitled MK Ultra. Who are these new Q pushing internet personalities? And that means Q, like QAnon. Uh, who are these new personalities? Michael Jaco, the supposed Navy SEAL guy, Charlie Ward, Juan O'Savin, Scott McKay, Simon Parks. We talked about Simon Parks, the one that says he's like part reptile and that Jesus is part reptile and he has sex with reptiles and reptiles guide him and yeah that guy and then you have all the other you have these other ones mike lindell the amazing poly sgt report x22 report we've, which we've talked about which have been basically just pushing q but we've got a lot of these new ones that really cropped up right at the end when you know the whole trump election thing i think these people are all actually strategically put there by design on purpose to try to steer and guide you and appear as though they've got some credibility even though they come out of nowhere i've been around for 20 years 15 and full-time well mostly full-time ministry but it's like i see this a lot now all these people that come out and they're just who are you why are you some authority all of a sudden i don't know who you are you have no history and you're pushing all these lies. Huh. These overnight internet sensations come and go. They just tell you what you want to hear to build your hope up again. Each time an election takes place, there's a new group of them. Michael Jaco, Charlie Ward, Juan O'Savan, Scott McKay, Simon Parks, the QAnons. The American people surely do not want violence, so they accept whatever these people tell them to accept. And then, miraculously, nothing happens, which is what been the case for four plus years with the Q movement. Okay, A new election, a new president, new agenda, and new internet sensations building your hope that this time things are going to be different. Trump was one of them. Trump calls patriots to the White House on January 20th, knowing full well what was going to unfold. Why did they storm the White House um, successfully? To paint the picture that patriots are the enemy of the state. Of course, he's the one that called them there. It was all a trap. It was his last honey trap, like we talked about. Okay, it was his parting gift to his followers, and you know now they're using that justification to bring forth all these wicked legislations in the Biden regime that we're going to have to eliminate all you know white supremacist and constitutionalist and you know anybody that takes any kind of righteous stance because you know we're gonna we're gonna storm the Capitol and what and Black Lives Matter and Antifa they, they can kill, steal, rape, and pillage the heart's content. That's fine. It's just all part of the whole satanic agenda to take away our rights. Now, let's go ahead and listen to about 10 minutes of this report here. This video, I want to make it clear to everybody, including YouTube, that I do not support the QAnon nonsense. I think it is nonsense. We exposed that as nonsense from day one with the very first Q drop because anybody who tells you to trust that there are good guys in government that are going to weed out the bad guys in government and government is going to save you from government, that's just utter nonsense. The sharks are going to save you from the sharks. You're swimming in an ocean, and you're surrounded by a school of sharks, and somebody goes, hey, just relax. Just relax. Those sharks over there are going to save you from those sharks over there. No, they'll fight over you. One will try to get your leg, and the other will try to get your arm, but neither of them are there for your good. So don't trust this. The sharks are going to save you from the sharks. So we are completely against the QAnon conspiracy, just like we're against 
uh, fake stream media. You know, whatever you count as fake stream media. But here's the deal. There's a thread line that runs between both of them, both the QAnon. I'm not giving this high impact Flix guy some kind of blanket endorsement, but I think with what he's saying here, he's making some good points. And the fake stream media nonsense. And that is that they want to get you to buy into the idea of the legitimacy of politics to rule and be overlords over your life. That's the bottom line. Q says trust the plan. In other words, trust the government. Trust government's going to save you from government and mainstream media, whether it's the right or the left. The right side of media, like Fox News or Newsmax or One, One American News Network, they'll tell you, hey, you can't trust the left, but you can trust the right. But there are some of those people on the right that are rhinos and they're really not on the right. But, all, but you can't trust the right side of government. Oh, did that not appear on the screen? That should have appeared on the screen. Let me see. Let me see. Alert box. Sorry, I didn't have that as an overlay. It was underneath everything. So now, now it should appear on the screen. Let me see. Let me test it. Donald Thomas drops $10 and says, Hey, Brian, I really wish you would have someone else with you to give a different argument instead of you just ranting so that we can at least see if your arguments are true. That That's why I'm doing a call-in tonight, man. So maybe you can... See, let me test. Sorry, it. I I I fast forwarded way too far ahead there. Sorry, F the government. Appreciate that donation, man. Uh, it, it, they'll appear on the screen on the news network. Say, trust the left brand of government. Remember, remember when Chris Cuomo got up there with um, who's that other chick, um, Brooke Baldwin, and they were they were joking about how they've done so much for the Hillary Clinton campaign. She better win because we're the main supporters of her campaign and they were just yucking it up. Guys, that's not journalism. That's not integrity. When you involve yourself in bias and you put yourself on one side of the coin or the other, how can you ever hope to get out the truth? So CNN early on showed themselves to be biased. Being biased is not what journalism is all about. Being a journalist is not just speaking the truth to power, but being loyal only to the truth, no matter where the chips fall. That is honest journalism. Ferreting out. It's like a journalist is going, I don't know what the truth is, but I'm willing to ask the questions. Key bono. Who benefits? Follow the money. Let's, let's, let's follow this, this trail wherever it may lead. And if it implicates somebody that I particularly like, so be it. I'm beholden to the truth. I'm in the cult of truth, not in the cult of personality. And I wanted to do this video because, and so let me just make that clear to YouTube, to anybody who thinks that I'm taking a side or whatever, um, I'm an equal opportunity offender. And, and I want to be quote unquote offended. And I will be offended if I'm partial to something other than the truth. You can't get offended if you're partial to the truth and somebody comes and tries to assail it. Truth is unassailable. And if you're stuck to that rock, if you're cemented to that bedrock of truth, it doesn't matter what waves come. It doesn't matter if it's a 10-foot wave or a 150-foot wave. When it comes and splashes against... But it's ironic because he's talking as a totally unsafe person. And there's biblical analogies to what he's talking about. But he's not going to want truth if it gets into the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Word of God. Um, his... His truth is the only truth he's talking about, secular truth, where we can expose one person as a fraud and or expose the truth as truth. Now, I'm not saying that's not important, but to have one and not the other, you know, what does it matter if he ends up in hell, hellfire? And he's done all these things where he's tried to expose truth, but yet he ends up in hell. So 
you know, pray for them. When the waters recede, you're still holding fast to the truth. And it won't jar you from the truth if you're beholden to the truth. And sometimes the truth is so freaking hard to find, especially in this day and age where there's deception everywhere you turn. Our, our, our goal should be not to check into the cult of personality, to never take that first sip, sip of Kool-Aid because it doesn't end with a sip. People end up chugging it. Yeah. That's why I call it drinking the Kool-Aid with all the Q and nonsense. Yep. And they, they have breadcrumbs and they, they, they string you along. Yeah. Oh, it's going to happen. Uh, this, this certain person is going to be arrested on October 30th between eight, yep. uh, 745 yep. a.m. Just and got one this week, like I said, from that one person. that I don't know if he's a listener or not. And I mean, it was literally saying it's going to happen today. Two or three things. Major things are going to happen that evening. None of it happened. And I knew it wasn't going to happen. But it's like, is that going to finally be the straw that, where you will actually you know, look at the truth? And stop following these lies. God is not the author of confusion. He's also not double-minded. And that's all this information is. 8.30 a.m. On this day right here. Yep. And then when it doesn't happen, what should happen is people should look at that and go, wow, that turned out to be a lie. That's yep. not true. Exactly. That, they completely discredited themselves. Mm -hmm. Why should I ever listen to that mm -hmm. person again? Mm -hmm. And they, they lie, and then they lie, and then mm -hmm. they lie. And Which, this has been going on for four years with Q in particular. Because I've loosely followed it. And I did, I did a study on Q where we just talked about the initial ones and how none of them came to pass. You know, Hillary's going to be locked up, and then she's going to go to Gitmo. She's wearing an ankle monitor, and you know, all these pedophiles are going down, all these things, and yet it never happened. It's really weird. Never did quite happen. No, no high-level people ever really that I saw went down. But it was all supposed to happen. And it was all supposedly the Trump administration that was going to do it. But I never saw it actually materialize in the way they said it was going to ever. So why would you continue to follow something that's giving you false information over and over again over a four-plus year period? There's no Bible for it. You get away from them. You expose them. People come along and they tell more lies and they become more elaborate and more layered. I have no idea. I have no idea what that just was. Something was just playing in the background. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about the if the speakers. Uh... Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a religion because it's basically it's a construct of belief. These people like Mike Lindell and uh, Charlie Ward and this Nicholas, whatever this guy's name is, I don't have anything personal against these people. Nothing. I don't have anything personal against Charlie Ward. I guess that's uh, I guess that th this video is playing in the background. This is Charlie Ward's channel. Don't know who channel uh, Charlie Ward is. I don't have anything against this. Ann Vandersteel. Charlie Ward, Juan Osaven, David Nino Rodriguez. These are all people that uh, one guy, um, oh, I forget his name, Robert Steele. These are all guys that have been pushing the Q hopium or some derivation of it for a very, very long time. Telling you the rest are imminent and Trump's in control and the military's got this. And what it's basically doing is getting the people that still have been lied to even though you know you would think that they would after the whole election thing and biden getting in you would think that you know there would be a mass exodus away and i hope there has been 
But so many of them are just continuing to believe whatever is being put out there. So, oh, the timeline was off a little bit. And there's always some excuse as to why it didn't happen. And I'm not going to stop hammering this stuff in, until it either goes away or, or not. Because it's still out there. It's still prevalent. I'm still getting emails from listeners about this or that saying, you know, oh, this is going to happen. I mean, th this whole thing with Mike Lindell this weekend. He's proven the election's a fraud. I know the election's fraudulent. I know it. You know how many people have sent me that? So what? That's been well known. And I don't mean to be mean to anybody that sent it to me. It's just like, but guys, we know that that's fraudulent. I get it. Okay, I, I, I understand that. But what is going to be done about it? Nothing's been done about it. It was fraudulent a hundred different ways to Sunday. That's been easily proven. But what I want to see is where's the teeth in it? Well, how is that going to actually really change anything? Well, just give it more time. It's going to happen. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, Biden is installing executive order, executive order, purging the military of all conservatives, ramming through every single wicked, evil executive order you can imagine, installing the most wicked people in government you can even possibly imagine. And most of the patriots are still in stand-down mode because they're waiting for Trump to come back and save the day still. Not saying everybody, but a lot. They're still smoking that hopium. David Nino Rodriguez, this Ann Vandersteel, Charlie Ward, Juan Osaven. I have nothing personal against them. Here's what I do have. I do. I have everything personal against them. They're deceivers. And my job as a watchman is to expose deceivers. Well, they've got a good heart. How do you know what their heart is? The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I think they're MKUltra and or CIA plants that are put there to keep you smoking the hopium and trusting the plan. And doing nothing. Because Trump's got everything under control, even though he's a devil of the highest order. No, I... I I will expose them all day long. Is when a message runs afoul of the truth. When a message continues to lead people on and is riddled with just a bunch of lies. Yep. And so when I put out a video, like the last video I just did here, I'm gonna bring it over to the screen right here. When I put out a video right here where I talk about Mike Lindell and uh, Newsmax, for some reason, the only thing people can hear me saying, which I didn't say, is that I'm, I'm in the corner of Newsmax. Do you not realize that the CEO of Newsmax gave a million dollars to the Hillary Clinton campaign? Well, what does that have to do with it? I'm not for Newsmax. I'm not for right. One American News Network. Right. I'm not for Fox News or CNN or, exactly. or any of these, these I am, places I'm not because either. I found them to um, not be in, in, in line up with the truth. Guys, this is all controlled opposition. It's all right-left paradigm. It's all Hegelian dialectic. It's all bread and circuses to keep us entertained and our eyes focused on this while they're still advancing their agenda, just like they did under Trump. I'll bet it wasn't as aggressive as it will be under Biden, true. Trump was new at order light. Biden, well, of course, look at what they did under Trump, though. I don't, I don't know if, we, I don't think Hillary could have gotten away with it. Rolling out the vaccines and the tests and Operation Warp Speed where you you got the military going to be given the shots and, and the, the, the tests where they're putting nanotech. People would have been much more hypervigilant if that would have been tried, if, if Hillary Clinton would have tried to have initiated that. They would have been much more untrusting. But in Trump, we trust. 
Remember MAGA, the highest degree in Satanism, MAGA, you know, the first church of Satan. Yeah, it is. It's the highest degree. We've got into that in other studies. They were willing to just totally suspend all their their uh, cautions, throw caution to the wind, and trust Trump and believe that he's got our back. And it's just part of the bread and circuses. It's part of the right-left paradigm. And it was that way by design on purpose. And now they're ready to go to the next phase. Trump has passed the baton to Biden. And now it's fixing to get really real. The sad part about our reality is that it's easier to deceive the masses. And it, I guess it will always be easier to deceive the masses than it will to be convinced to convince them that they've been deceived. Right. Uh, Jonas three 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 says, and and by God, by the way, guys, I mean for this video to be interactive. I want to interact with you guys. I want to hear what you guys have to say. There are certain things that I want to say, and then I'm going to open it up later for a live call in, and you guys can hammer me. Just let me have it. Where where am I wrong? What am I off on? I'm going to give you the premise of every everything that I operate from is going to be. Um, I'm going to show you that it comes from a premise that I'm going to lay down tonight. Jonas three 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 says, amazing Polly could have been such a good person to have on the side of truth, but she fell into the Q cult. She yep. did, and it is a cult. And yep. what I mean by cult is anybody who has to abandon logic, reason, morality, rationality, and go into a construct of belief. Just believe me, because she said it. Amazing right. Polly said it. SGT report said it. X-22 report said right. it. Uh, Mike Lindell said it. News, Newsmax said it. CNN said it. Anytime you've got that kind of thing going on, it's a construct of belief. It's literally a religion. You're not operating on, on the basis of fact and knowledge and truth. You're operating on the base of, a basis of some things that are enigmatic and vague and, and really uh, it's fallacy. It's a construct of belief. Yep, I agree. Now, he goes on for like over two more hours on this. So I, I don't have I, – I think that what he stated, though, I just wanted to reiterate that. Um, now, let's go into – let's go further here. An outfront magazine reported on the development. The Biden administration is off to a, they're saying a hopeful, really a satanic start. As Secretary of State nominee Anthony Blinken has confirmed a recommitment to LGBTQ rights. Soon it will be LGBTQP rights, meaning pedophile. I, what is, is Blinken one of, the, one of these, um, I'm sure he's homosexual. No, he's synagogue of Satan though. He's, he's Jewish, I'm sure, I mean, at that level, he's synagogue of Satan. And uh, he's a uh, bi-denominational ceremony who, got, who was married. Uh, let me just see. Oh, no, he, he married Evan Ryan. No, he is, he is, I'm sorry, he's a, he's a sodomite guy. Married Evan Ryan. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, no, hold on, Evan is a woman? Okay, I'm confused. Evan is not a, a female name, but I've never heard of anything like that. Um, but we know that um, he is a, uh, he got married by a rabbi and a holy trinity Catholic priest. How does that work? How does that actually work? He's worked heavily with President Obama and the Clinton administration as well. The guy is a devil of the highest order, okay? So he's perfect for whatever job, you know, that, that he's being called to do, this blinking devil. 
Um, I just wanted to kind of see that. Anyway, this Anthony Blinken has confirmed a recommitment to the LGBTQ rights. LGBTQ plus activists, and the plus means pedophile, are cheering Blinken's announcement that he will reverse an order of Trump to put up pride. And see, the thing is, is now I get, I'll get an email. See, this is what you wanted. No, don't you dare accuse me of this is what I, I'm not saying Trump didn't do any facade of good, any window dressing of good. Okay, but there was far more evil that he did along the way that you won't acknowledge. I'll acknowledge both. I did acknowledge both. I was uh, giving Trump more credit than I was exposing him his first two years. Now, I should have been looking at things a little closer, and I admit that. But there was a lot of seemingly good things he was doing in order to appease his base. The conservatives and the Christians. Now, when the Christians saw him do anything along those lines, what they did is they said, well, we're going to give him a pass on everything. He can do no wrong. Even if it's apparently, if even if he does something apparently wicked and evil like Operation Warp Speed or or uh, increasing the 5G network into the schools and, and that, that kill grid and control mechanism like no other president ever has, we're going to give him a free pass. So see, the hypocrisy lied on their, the on those people's end, not on mine. I did give him credit whenever he did some thing that appeared good, okay? But I also exposed him when he did evil. And I exposed what team he was on, and I exposed who owned him, bought, sold, and paid for. Rothschilds bailed him out. I don't know how many bankruptcies. The highest, um, the highest rung of the Illuminati owns him. And has for decades. So, anyway, it says that they're going to put up U.S. pride flags, the gay flags, and embassies around the world. And I guess, I guess they're just going to be there permanently. The American flag and the, and the uh, LGBTQ flag. In the Bible, God destroyed both Sodom and Gomorrah for the wickedness in the LGBTQ plus lifestyle is spoken against in both Old and New Testaments, including the writings of the Apostle Paul in the Church Age. Yet, ironically, Tel Aviv in Israel contains the world's largest concentration of LGBTQ plus people. Yeah. And now, America has decided to issue an ordinance proclaiming solidarity with what the Bible says God hates. Israel is unwittingly preparing to go through the time of Jacob's trouble and what of America, which will be you know, in the tribulation. Luke 17, 28 and 29 says, Likewise also that it was in the days of Lot they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. That is the logical end of what happens to any civilization that turns into Sodom and Gomorrah. God will destroy. It may not be fire and brimstone exactly like, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, but it will be some derivation of that most likely. God's protective hand is being removed from America, and what you will see take place from this point forward will astonish you. Uh, Jeremiah 2.19 Thine own wickedness shall correct thee, and thy backslidings shall reprove thee. Know therefore and see that it is that it is an evil thing and bitter that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God, and that and that my fear is not in thee. So when a nation forsakes God and doesn't fear God, well, guess what? Your own wickedness will correct you and your own backslidings will reprove you. In other words, you're going to reap what you sow 
as a as a nation overall now i'm not saying god doesn't protect his remnant okay and that we're more than overcomers through the lord jesus christ but also says pray that you're counted worthy to escape all the things coming upon this earth and to stand before the son of man jesus christ said that and i'm telling you there's going to be a lot of things coming upon the earth and i i believe if we pray for god's righteous judgments against all wickedness on the planet like this just like this the sodom and gomorrah stuff the the uh child molesting that we talked about in the first part and to see the hand of god move that's what we need but god can always protect his remnant um going further it says we've seen violence directed against the lgbtq people around the world in increase blinken said and so i think the united states playing the role that it should be playing in standing up for and defending the rights of lgbtq people is something the department is going to take on immediately. yeah because we need to really devote all our time to that as a priority well if you were satan that's what you do i guess and you are satan you're of your father the devil so i can understand that raising the pride flag is one way to outright show lgbtq solidarity Biden is the first U.S. president to openly embrace a full range of queer rights, including transgender equality. Well, you'll have all the, the transgender boys and men taking over women's sports now. Because they can. They can't. It's not enough for them to compete. I, don't, I mean, if they want to compete against each other, I think it's an abomination. But, okay, have at it. But don't, don't say you got to go into the women's sports or, or the girls' sports and dominate those like you're doing. And it just shows you how warped and evil the world's become. Where that's just, no, that's politically correct. We have to accept that. When they're totally biologically still males, they've got 100% male DNA, then that'll never change. Ever. Male bow structure, male tendon and ligament structures, male organs, everything. I don't care if they get everything else cut off. They're still 100% male. And they have a huge advantage physically over girls. I mean, it's laughable to even talk about it, but you know. 2 Peter 2.6, And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemn them with an overthrow, making them an example. Meaning, it's an example for us not to be like them unto those that should after live ungodly. No, but they, you know, they're... they're the lgbtq and all the people in high level government now just want to glory in their shame they want god's righteous judgment to fall on them they they're craving hellfire is all i can say i don't know i mean what what else could i think you know or they think they're going to beat god in the end or something they've been conned by the devil into believing that lie some related reports about this it will be open season on any Bible preaching churches and Christians from now on. There's a media blackout. Christian church bombed in California by LGBTQ perverts. Pray for God's righteous judgment against these devils and this wickedness. And then another report said, will Biden turn America into the days of Lot and Noah? No, he's going to do his level best for Satan. And then Biden's LGBTQ agenda, the pedophilia coming down the pike. Yeah, that's next. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna try to legalize that. That'll probably happen in the next four years if not sooner. Then we have this this wonderful little report. Demon-possessed female Baptist reverend thanks Joe Biden for funding Planned Parenthood abortions. Calls abortion a, quote, sacred decision. Yeah. 
a Baptist minister who works as an abortion activist. Now that, you know, that's really compatible. Baptist minister, minister, abortion activist. I mean, isn't it hand in glove guys? Come on. She praised President Joe Biden this week for forcing American taxpayers to fund Planned Parenthood and other abortion groups. The reverend, even though the Bible says call no man reverend, it's used one time in the word of God and it says holy and reverend is he, meaning God. Never was it applicable to a human. What, what, that's pride. Reverend? No, I reverence God. But I don't call any man reverend or any woman reverend. Anyway, the Reverend Katie Zay, CEO of the Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice, meaning baby murdering, told the Huffington Post, a liberal devil LGBTQ rag, that protecting choice, the choice to kill your baby, I'm translating for you here, is a moral issue and one that Biden has a responsibility to support. As people of faith, faith in Satan, who support reproductive freedom, meaning killing your babies, we believe that everyone has the capacity to make sacred decisions about our bodies, even though your baby's gonna die and that baby never had to say nothing. The, the, about their bodies, their lives, families, and futures. Yeah, you totally cut off the future of your child by killing it. Yeah, that's real, that's real fair. That's, real, that's a real sacred thing. Zay told the news outlet, <coughs> excuse me, so this demon-possessed witch from the pit of hell says, quote, any attempt to control, restrict, or interfere with that decision to kill your baby is reproductive oppression. She thanked Biden for rescinding the Mexico City policy, a pro-life rule put in place to defund International Planned Parenthood Federation, which kills babies in the abortions around the world and lobbies to legalize abortions in pro-life countries. Biden's order on Thursday will restore millions of taxpayer dollars to billion, the billion-dollar abortion industry, Planned Parenthood, and MSI reproductive choices. Again, these are, these are things we should actively be praying that God rain down his fury on. Fire and brimstone, his righteous judgments, however you want to word your prayers. The, the, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's literally centers for like infant sacrifice. This MSI Reproductive Choices or formerly Marie Stopes International are two recipients of the international aid funding. Yeah, they need more aid because they're not doing a good enough. They're not getting enough money from the from the women going in there and the men with them to abort their babies and that type of stuff. Now, they're not getting enough money. They need to have aid so these baby butchers can make more money and sell more body parts and perform more human sacrifices because so much of the time the people that work at these places are overt occultists and witches that own these places. And I've given you all the quotes before where they say, we don't, we don't view this as anything but human ritual sacrifices to Artemis or Moloch or Chemosh or Lilith to whatever deity, whatever fallen angel they're sacrificing their babies to, to gain more money and more prestige and more power in their witchcraft circles. It's all about witchcraft, okay? Oh, man which kills babies and abortions from around the world and lobbies to legalize abortions in pro-life countries. Biden's order on Thursday 
I already read that part. I'm sorry. The Mexico City policy defunded Planned Parenthood's international arm uh, of about 100 million and the British-based abortion chain MSI reproductive choices of about 73 million. But evidently, that's all going to be restored. Zay expressed hope that the Democratic president will do more in the coming days to remove harmful barriers to abortion. To the ordained Baptist minister... This includes ending the Hyde Amendment, a popular long-standing measure that prohibits taxpayer funding for the elective abortions and Medicaid and other federal programs. Zay slammed the amendment as unjust, saying it disproportionately impacts those already struggling to survive. Yeah, and it really disproportionately impacts all the babies that are going to die and be murdered. In April, Biden called the killing of unborn babies, quote, an essential medical service. There's the link to that report. During the coronavirus scandemic, his health care plan would expand abortions as well as forcing insurance companies to cover abortions as essential health care operations under Obamacare. See, Satan's jockeying all these devils to do his bidding because he knows God's judgment's coming. He knows they're, they're going to all be slaughtered. He knows and he wants that. He wants the death. He wants to get as many people into hellfire as quickly as possible. And he's using these devils like Biden and these other people like this Zay lady in order to accomplish his goals. Because he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So, going forward here, um, on the campaign trail, he also abandoned his support of the Hyde Amendment and promised to work with the abortion activists to get rid of it. This is Biden. The amendment used to have strong bipartisan support in Congress and still has the support of most Americans. According to Charlotte Lozier Institute, about 2.4 million people are alive today because of the pro-life Hyde Amendment. A new poll from the Marist this week found that an overwhelming majority of Americans oppose Biden's plan to force taxpayers to fund abortions. According to the poll, 77% oppose using tax dollars to support abortion in other countries. Significantly, this includes a majority of even Democrats. Wow. But it doesn't matter because the satanic minions at the top are, you know, they're in full control now. And um, even pro-choice Americans say 64%. Hmm, okay. All right, now let's go further. Biden signed an executive order aimed at naturalizing 9 million illegal aliens as jobs for law-abiding citizens vanish daily. And again, this is all a big part of the plan. Just it's all about destroying the country, lock, stock, and barrel from stem to stern and from top to bottom. This is Dabu7. If you missed the last report, Joe Biden has now signed more executive orders than any president in history. More than the previous ones before him, and in his first week alone, he'd rattled off some 37, of which some people were saying, what's he signing? The page looks blank. And we go through this left and right when it comes to these shots and these, these situations where they put out Biden. He's just sitting there looking at these pages, and, uh, and even in one clip says he doesn't know what he's signing, but then moments later continues to just write on the piece of paper and then push it off to the side. Well, he's doing this again here this week. Now, he's expected to sign several decrees as part of an overhaul going against everything that Trump put into, into motion here. Now, we talked in the past about the whole catch and release thing down at the border and what the Obama administration was doing 
And then what the Trump administration came in and undid, well, now all that is just basically being erased. Now, they're saying that this order could lead to the naturalization of millions of migrants. We're talking upwards of nine million coming to a country right now that is hurt, that has lost tons. I'm talking thousands of jobs, and you guys know it. And if people are already hurting, and there's already a decimation of jobs, and people are waiting on stimulus checks and all this other stuff, what do you think is going to happen if you add millions more to that equation? Were there no jobs or anything like that? Mm. Well, some could say it's a recipe that's not going to check out too well. well I'm going to break this down further on the next slide. Okay, let's go to the next one. America being destroyed from within by globalist agents of the Great Reset. At the age of 33, Klaus Schwab, a business professor at the University of Geneva, founded the World Economic Forum in 1971, originally known as the European Management Forum. Nicknamed Davos after its annual meeting place, the World Economic Forum meets every January with hundreds of members of business, politics, banking, education, and industry to, quote, improve the state of the world. Their globalist agenda is openly admitted and well-documented. United Nations Agenda 2030, the Great Reset, Build Back Better, are all the same globalist agenda and all stem from the Club of Rome and the eugenics movement. Davos claims to be looking to save the planet and the UN claim that in 10 years they will end all hunger and poverty on earth. And they admit that the technologies required to achieve these goals do not exist. And yet, their solution is to bring the world to zero emissions in only 10 years. Mm -hmm. They want to end the automobile and aviation industries in only 10 years. This is why the Keystone Pipeline was halted on day one by globalist puppet Joe Biden. Klaus Schwab says that industries which involve human interaction will not survive. But we know that many um, industries which rely particularly on physical interaction uh, will have difficulties to survive. As if the destruction of an entire functioning society will inspire solutions to all of our problems, thereby bringing about an environmental utopia where there is no hunger and all the world is at peace. As absurd as this all sounds, we know the sheep will accept it as gospel. They already have. When the WHO was caught faking a hoax 10 years ago, the media reported it, but nobody cared. It was a beta test. Now, the media ignores overwhelming evidence that COVID-19 is a hoax. They go along with every contradiction and lie and their audience obediently accepts it all as truth. The COVID crisis will be used to imprison the population, whether it be in camps or their own home. It is already happening. Humanity is being imprisoned by psychopaths who see themselves as our saviors. Order out of chaos. The new world order is nothing other than the decrepit old world order desperately clinging to power. And their solution is to destroy the free market, 
to destroy the concept of freedom, privacy, and private property, and to foment enough chaos and destruction to depopulate the earth into a manageable level of serfs and slaves, so they can continue on with the same old scams they've been running for millennia. This is why Joe Biden signed a dozen executive orders, paving the way to opening the borders and shutting down the economy. The new world order cannot coexist with American civil liberties. And now that the populist movement has been discarded, the destruction of America from within can commence again. If the people of the world continue to comply to these unelected sycophants, then the people will get what they deserve. For Infowars.com. So we have that, which just kind of ties a lot of things together. This just broke, uh, and I'm not even going to go into it because it's a long video, but it's bombshell confession. Climate, the newly appointed climate czar by uh, Biden says, quote, breaking Americans' will is the mission. And that's all this stuff, guys. All the stuff that you're constantly being bombarded with, with the masks and the further restrictions. And now it's went into absolute overdrive under Biden. Um, it doesn't mean that, you know, the whole thing about me being accused of, oh, I wanted Biden. I never said I wanted Biden in there. I knew Biden was going to be a lot worse, the agenda. Knew he was. I never trusted Trump either. Okay, but like I said, Trump was New World Order light, and Biden is New World Order heavy. Okay, it's it's a much more Buddha crossed your throat approach, and I believe it's because so many people were waking up that they thought that they were running out of time. Okay, so both working for the same team, just one agenda is a lot more aggressive than the other. But then there's advantages for them, for Satan, for having Biden in as opposed, and then there's advantages for Satan having Trump in because a lot of the, the constitutionalists and, and, and the Trump supporters will go back to sleep because they'll think, well, well, everything's good. Trump's got it under control. Q's telling me everything I want to hear. The false preachers are telling me what I want to hear. Fox News is telling me what I want to hear. So everything's good. I'll go back to sleep and I won't do anything. So there's advantages and disadvantages for the new world order, whether they've got Biden in or whether they got Trump in. For one reason or another, they said we need to go to Biden. Okay. But breaking Americans' will is the mission, the new climate czar said. So then we have Biden begins purging conservatives from the military. And I mean, this is just unbelievable. U.S. military ordered to stand down 60 days to purge patriots and constitutionalists, who they term as white supremacists and extremists. That's, that's what they term them as even though that's not the case at all. The, the allegation provided without a shred of empirical evidence that the U.S. military is overrun by hate groups and extremists has been made for weeks. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin ordered a service-wide stand-down over the next 60 days to give military leaders the chance to address extremism in the ranks. Now, they're using him because he's a black man in order to do this so that nobody will open their mouth against a perceived black man doing this. Now, if it was a white guy doing it, it would be, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's going to have as much of the impact. But a black man doing it, you better shut your mouth because he's black and we got to just shut him Now, I don't care if that sounds racist. I'm telling you, that's why they picked a black man to do this. If it was a purge of Mexicans out of the ranks, you know, and they use some other demographic to do, well, you know, 
It depends on what their agenda is, is the point I'm trying to make. So, um, they're saying here, over the next 60 days, they're going to give military leaders the chance to address extremism in the ranks after the Pentagon was stunned to find out that veterans and active duty service members were among those involved in the storming of the U.S. Capitol in January, which Trump told them all to go to. Under the stand-down, service members would have a break in their regular activities, so each service, each command, each unit could take the time out they have needed uh, to have discussions with the men and women. They're, they're going to be um, vetting them. <coughs> questioning them in depth they're going to be looking probably at their social media posts and there's going to be a massive purge from the military of christians conservatives constitutionalists they're probably going to be dishonorably discharged and um because they're trying to get our military is filled with evil people that will do whatever they're told to do as much as possible before they commence their military purge on american citizens because they want anybody in the military to be willing to shoot Americans be, in order to get their guns, because that will be the, the, the main thing that they're after is the gun confiscation. You look at Pol Pot, Stalin, Hitler, all their regimes preceded gun confiscation, massive. And they're, right now there's too many patriots in the ranks for them to comfortably do that. So they're gonna be taking 60 days to purge the military of these undesirables. Okay, I'm telling you, it's getting this real right now. Under the stand-down, service members would have a break in their regular activities, so each service, each command, could take their time to have these needed discussions with the men and women of the force, Pentagon spokesman John Kirby told reporters Wednesday. And then one person in the military commented, Biden has promised to purge the military of radicals and extremists. That means any conservative or Republican, especially any Trump supporter. True, that is true. <clears throat> a full-fledged satanic communist purge is about to strike the United States Armed Forces. New Secretary of Defense Austin Lloyd has directed a service-wide stand-down to take place in the next 60 days. Each military branch will schedule a stand-down. I'm um, sorry, this is a little redundant. Now, the order came during a meeting Austin held on Wednesday with the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the U.S. Navy, the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Army, and the United States Marine Corps. One might ask what extremism exists in the u.s military which is so awful that the entire armed forces must stand down go temporarily temporarily out of service to address the problem on its face the military suffers from no such problem yet the new secretary of defense has ordered a stand down over it turns out the extremism is anyone who's a patriot conservative or constitutionalist and i would also say christian members of the armed forces who might refuse an illegal order because that order is unconstitutional, um, you know, simply put, how they think is the new battleground. And those who actually do think are apparently a real problem for the new and illegitimate presidency. Apparently, in Joe Biden's armed forces, such persons are a threat to the military carrying out whatever mission the left wing are planning, and such members of the military have to be purged beforehand. The effort to absolutely control all thought and speech is suddenly skyrocketing. It is being driven by communist sympathizers and the mass media. According to a column in Tuesday's New York Times, experts have recommended that uh, Biden appoint a reality czar to tackle disinformation. We just heard about the climate czar that he's, that he's appointed that's his job says that our mission is to break the will of the american people okay so the realities are is to tackle disinformation okay that means they're going to tackle any any truth being put out 
okay, because they only want their lies being out there. Technologist columnist Kevin Ruse's piece examines how to combat disinformation in media, citing QAnon group chats, OAN reporting, and YouTube videos alleging that the inauguration was a pre-recorded hoax that had been filmed on a Hollywood soundstage. Several experts I spoke to with recommended that the Biden administration put together a cross-agency task force to tackle disinformation and domestic extremism, which would be led by someone like a reality czar, Rose wrote. Um, now, let's go further. This is from uh, somebody wrote in to the, uh, the uh, Steve Quell's website on the Q thing. And I don't mean QAnon. This is the, um, the, these are people that write in and give feed, uh, give like heads up, things like this. Uh, this is entitled, What is going on in the military from an, from an active duty soldier? Pray for our brothers and sisters protection in our armed services. So this is from him. So what I've been told is that by the summer, the COVID vaccine will be mandatory for service members. I don't know if this is a DOD directive or a big army directive. So I can't speak for the other branches. The word that sticks out to me is decimation. Now, this is the person in the military writing. Okay, I don't know if that's the Holy Spirit or not. Just as Roman, the Romans decimated their own legions to test loyalty, this vaccine will cause death in the ranks and be a sign of fealty to the regime. Well, it's also going to cause death and crippling and incapacitation, which I think the military is very, very cool with. They've been experimenting on them for a long, long time. And since that executive order that Clinton passed down, they don't have to tell you what they're giving you and you have no right to even ask what they're giving you in the vaccines. Um, so, most of the army leadership I know have already gotten the vaccine. Much of the middle level army leadership has mixed reactions. There are those who toe the party line and there are those who refuse and are willing to be dismissed. These mid-level... NCOs make up a large portion of the boots on the ground leadership. It seems like most of the lower level enlisted don't know any better and will do what they're instructed to do. With the decimation of our forces, this will make us very vulnerable strategically. So they're, they're going after the military two different ways. They're going to vaccinate them, which is going to cripple them. And they're going to go through and do all these interviews. And I'm sure it's going to be way more than the interviews. It's going to be, what have you posted on social media? You know, every every way they've data mined you and then they're going to purge all of those undesirables out and then they're going to have a whole bunch of vaccine damaged military that won't be really fit to fight. And even if they don't want to fight for the new world order, they won't be able to anywhere or let's say they want to fight against it. They won't be able to. They'll probably bring in the United Nation troops to fill the gaps, I would imagine, because I think that's been the plan all along. Now, all of them obviously aren't going to be non-functional, but I do believe a good percentage of them will, especially if they keep taking the shots, the second shot and the third and whatever it's going to be. So, um, I'm not privy to their war planning, but if I was the Chinese, I would hit strategically. I'm not privy, and you know Biden's yoked up with the Chinese like no other. I'm privy to, to the war, I'm not privy to the war planning, um... I would hit us sometimes after that. Also, on a related topic, I know of a soldier who had a cosmic clearance, meaning a very, very super, super high clearance. Well, he's told me that they are purging the military right now. It started a few days after the election. He's not a Christian, but he does not support, but he does support the Constitution. 
they hit him. And again, again if you're a Christian and you support the Constitution, you're really going to be out quick. They hit him with trumped up bogus charges. Well, of course, because that's what they're going to do. Um, that they're basically, they said, they said he said things he didn't say. So they're just lying. Okay. He has been relieved of duty and all his clearances have been revoked. <clears throat> it's his contention. They are working their way down the clearance levels, meaning they're starting at the top and they're going down and down and down until they get to the lowest ranks, starting at the higher levels. He also said that it's happening on others that he knows. Also, for those who aren't in service, it's dependent upon the individual commands, but for the last few months, there's been mask mandates. Any soldier caught without a mask in or out of uniform is subject to immediate uh, USMJ action with the reduction of rank, a forfeiture of pay, and extra punitive duty for a period of 45 days for not wearing one of those stinking face diapers that do nothing but perpetuate any kind of infection, essentially. Especially if you wear them all the time. I know everyone is, so I'm not to... Um, please pray for us. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Re repeat offenses may be subject to possible dismissal from the service. Well, they'd be doing you a favor to get out of there. So please pray for us. The believers in uniform, we are under a lot of pressure right now. I know everyone is, so I'm not dismissing anyone else's hardship. Just asking for prayer for us, for protection and for direction. Some of us, as myself, are stationed in first strike zones and we can't relocate because of our jobs. Thank you for everything you do. You prayed for me a few months ago and it's made such a difference. I'm not struggling with the weight of depression that I, not, that I used to. Praise the Lord. Okay, so we have that. <clears throat> so we, we've already got a lot of different perspectives today on, on kind of what's going on behind the scenes. Here's the next one. TikTok user films warehouse full of body bags. If you haven't been questioning what the elites have in store for us, you have this will have you scratching your head. A cache of body bags, a gigantic warehouse full of body bags, okay, has been found in a warehouse, raises suspicion of a coming natural disaster or some kind of disaster. Is the U.S. government preparing for some type of anticipated event? TikTok user at LewisBoy79 posted a video to the platform on Friday which shows a warehouse stocked full of boxes containing body bags. The question is, what are they there for? Now, you can watch it. The problem is, is if I play it, you, you, can't, you need to watch it to see. Because he, he like goes up on like... Um, he goes up high so he, you can get a vantage point of how many pallets of these body bags are there and then he goes down and he goes to the pallets and he shows you and i and i give you a picture here um of it says cadaver bag adult uh 26 by 90 inches long contains 10 body bags each they've each got a zipper it's just pallet after pallet of that okay thousands and thousands of body bags Look at these body bags here. The man filming the video said, I don't know what they're getting ready for. Uh, a closer look reveals the, the boxes are clearly la labeled cadaver bag. Uh, the cache of body bags dovetails with what IntelliHub editor-in-chief Shepard Ambellis has been warning about since March of 2020. Ambellis believes the U.S. government and other world governments have been using the COVID-19 pandemic as a guise to roll out preparation for anticipated natural, some kind of anticipated natural disaster. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, at this point, I, there's not a whole lot I wouldn't put past them. I give you the link to that if you want to see it. Next report, nano dust on the test swabs and your M, your messenger RNA COVID vaccines. Fourth industrial revolution and the great reset. We have been lied to. The COVID-19 vaccine is not a vaccine at all. It is a cellular genetic modification technology admittedly designed to give those ignorant enough to take it a self-creating autoimmune disease similar to what used to be called AIDS. Yeah, well, it's got AIDS inserts in it. Okay, they've admitted that openly. That, okay, and I've went into that, just key in HIV and COVID in, in the keyword search box. It can, I don't want to even rehash it all, but they've openly admitted that they're using AIDS inserts in the vaccines themselves and that actually the um, the original derivation of the COVID thing that they released in Wuhan, China had these AIDS inserts also in them, okay? Uh, so that's that information has been known for a long time. COVID's deep nasal test swabs are not tests at all. They too are a multi-purpose nanobiological warfare and transhumanism technology yep. that we will cover in great depth in this film. Yeah. Lastly, the number of deaths, irreversible adverse reactions, and biological damage already caused by the first round of COVID's jabs are exponentially greater than you have been told. They're showing, he's showing report after report after report in the background of nursing home had zero COVID deaths, that it vaccinates residents for coronavirus and the deaths begin. I mean, just report after report, they're showing people seizing and convulsing after the shots. I mean, this is a absolute horror story in the making. And will go down as the greatest medical fraud and eugenics-driven democide and genocide yep. in recorded history. Yep. As we are about to show you, germ theory is a eugenics-driven lie. We have all been duped. Part 1. The Test Swab Nanobioweapon Nescience, from the Latin verb nesciere, means to not know because knowledge was absent or unattainable. Really, it means by no fault of your own. Ignorance comes from the Latin verb ignorare. Ignorance does not mean you are stupid. It means to not know even though necessary information is present because that information has been willfully refused or disregarded by you meaning you have the information highway in that phone in your pocket, and yet you still willingly let someone stick deep and twirl something into your blood brain. barrier without bothering
ring to use that pocket device to research if that action is harmful or beneficial to you. Nescience is not your fault. Ignorance is your fault. So let's start paying attention. This is important information. This rice-sized microchipping propaganda is old-school conspiracy theory rhetoric to throw you off from researching where technology is really at today. We are now in the era of nanodust, nanoparticles, smart dust, and the fusing of technology and human biology, known as synthetic biology. The UK.gov website sums this up like this. The fourth industrial revolution is of a scale, speed, and complexity that is unprecedented. It is characterized by a fusion of technologies such as artificial intelligence, human gene editing, and advanced robotics that is, quote, blurring the line between the physical, digital, and biological worlds, unquote. Hitachi makes a nanochip that is only one-seventh of one millimeter squared in size. It has GPS capability, sometimes called smart dust, as they can be sprayed on us, absorbed in the sweat pores of the skin, taken in foods, drinks, injected, and also inserted through the nasal passage with a cotton swab. They have a two-axis magnetic sensor to track direction. Remember that magnetism an accelerometer to track speed, light intensity sensor, humidity sensor, pressure sensor, even a temperature sensor, and can transmit wireless to the smart grid Internet of Things and the cloud, literally hooking up its human biological host to the smart grid tracking system, like a walking, breathing smartphone. John Hopkins University received $870 million from the Gates Foundation and has developed a version of smart dust called a Theragripper. There are dozens of them on this swab, inspired by a parasitic worm that digs its sharp teeth into the host's intestines or blood-brain barrier, can latch onto intestinal mucosa and release drugs, poisons, or even smart dust into the human body. Let's get one thing perfectly clear here. The word virus comes from the Latin virus, meaning poison, poisonous fluid, poisonous. We might also call this a foreign toxin or toxic substance. An antigen is a foreign non-self substance that includes toxins, meaning poisons, bacteria, foreign blood cells, any substance as a toxin or enzyme. In other words, an antigen is a virus, a foreign poison that has no business being in your body's interstitial fluids. What kind of ignorance and ludicrous dark ages insanity does it take to believe that injecting 72 foreign antigens meaning toxins, meaning poisons, meaning viruses into your body is the best way to protect your body from just one foreign antigen, meaning toxin, meaning poison, meaning virus. Why would your body not be able to handle just one poison 
unless you poisoned it with that one plus 71 other poisons as well. But I digress. Back to the tests. Eleven years ago, 2009, nanoparticles for nasal vaccination. The great interest in mucosal nasal vaccine delivery arises from the fact that mucosal surfaces represent the major site of entry for many pathogens. This is false. It is the exit point for your body to excrete poisons enveloped in mucus safely. That's why you have a runny nose during your winter cold and flu detoxification, meaning seasonal antigen or poison removal cycles of your toxic body. Nasal delivery is especially attractive for inserting poisonous antigens into your body, as the nasal epithelium is characterized by a relatively high permeability. The use of nanocarriers provides a suitable way for the nasal delivery of antigenic molecules, meaning a fat poison your interstitial fluids directly up your nose. Then we have the DARPA hydrogel biosensor and plantable nanochip that appears to be slated for the upcoming COVID vaccines that the U.S. Department of Defense and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have partnered with Profusa, a Silicon Valley company, to manufacture. But He's showing the actual reports where this stuff is being announced. Gel nanoparticles and nanocomposites have already been researched for nasal drug or vaccine yep. delivery, not just injectable vaccines. Hydrogel nanosystems have mucoadhesive properties, meaning they stick to your boogers and mucous membranes longer in order to maximize the residence time and hence increase the period of contact with the nasal mucosa and enhance the poison antigen or smart dust absorption into your body. Another study speaks about the development of intranasal, oral, topical, pulmonary, and rectal vaccines, but found the nasal route offers the most promising opportunity. And that's what they're doing with the people in China. They're, they're, they're giving them the rectal COVID swabs and they're vaccinating them. They're trying to see which one they're going to get the better effect on. Maybe the nasal uh, COVID swab hasn't been up to quite the devastating standards that they were hoping for. So now they're in China where they'll just go along with anything. They're doing it rectally to see what kind of um, compliance and also what kind of devastation they can cause via administering the vaccines that way. For vaccine administration of adjuvants, meaning poisons, mucoadhesives, smart dust particulate delivery systems, virus-like particles, meaning more poisons, getting around vaccine regulatory authorities, and issues for effective antigen or poison retention periods that enables its interaction with the lymphatic system. So the billion dollar question, are we being tested or vaccinated and nanochipped without consent? I wanted to show you guys something. I got a couple tests. Now, she, he's playing this video that I played um, last week. Um, or the week before that where the lady ta is taking the COVID test apart and she's showing she has the wrapper 
and that they've got they've got more Gelwin's fibers on the test that are actually living. Okay, they're moving, and it's not the wind that's doing it. And then I played another video from that scientist, that German scientist, where he was showing these same fibers that were coming out of the chemtrails, and he was showing a tomato plant they had landed on, and that the fibers were actually moving and gravitating toward human flesh because they're sentient in some particular way. I don't know if it's robotic. I don't know whether it's some type of combination of robo robotic slash um, biological life forms that they're putting in here. But I'm telling you guys, it's this serious of an issue. A COVID test from a friend and I wanted to break them down and see what was in these COVID tests. What were they really doing in these COVID tests? Um, do you see the COVID test says yep. tip wrapped with traditional fiber? Yep. Well, this fiber that's on here is the same fiber that comes out of my body. These are nanoparticles. Yeah, but the reason she says that the same fibers that come out of her body is because she has more gelins or more gelins, however you want to pronounce it, which a lot of people have had this since the, um, I mean, the 90s. My mom, I believe, had it to a certain extent. Not a very bad case, but some people are more susceptible. This stuff that comes down from the chemtrails and lands on your skin and embeds itself into you and then goes and burrows into your skin and, and re replicates. And these fibers will come out of people. And a lot of times they're observing them moving and these types of things. And this is the same stuff they're, they're using in the COVID. Now, I'm not saying every single COVID test has these in there but how do you know unless you're you're taking them apart or putting them under a microscope which is what i told mike adams he needs to do i emailed um them the other day and i'm like dude with all the stuff you've got all that lab equipment the hundreds of thousands of dollars why aren't you getting some of these covid tests and breaking them apart and get get like different ones from and then putting them under a microscope and showing your audience what is going on you know either debunk or or prove this now i believe you're not going to debunk it because you could get a test that doesn't have it in there but if you had a cross section of tests and you know you could show which ones and then you're showing this well then you could prove it i mean I, you need to do this in conjunction with the microscope some type of microscope that has a camera in it and it doesn't have to be like a electron microscope okay it could just be like one that has, you know, decent magnification power, has a camera on it, and that you could show these things moving. I don't know if he wants to go there because that might get him in a lot more hot water than he might be in right now. But I didn't get any response back. But I would tell my listeners that you might want to encourage Mike Adams, who has the equipment to do it, to get these COVID tests and analyze them. There's garbage in there that's moving around. It's living. It's like the Morgellons, and it'd be really super easy to prove. Let me show you up close. Do you see that silver? That's a silver color. There you go. See how that's silver? Yeah. Now, again, I'm watching it, and you're not, and it's not the greatest quality video, and this is why if Mike Adams did it, he could do, like, very up-close like really good picture with a, with a microscope and, and you could get an amazing view of this a regular cute cotton uh q-tip that one's white but this swab right here is a legit covid test and i broke it down and these are the same particles that come out of my body now she she cusses some so i'm going to stop it there i played it in in the last video
but this is actually a more extended version of the one that I had. But they're actually taking the fibers off and saying, look, look, they're actually moving. And there's another lady there observing this. And look, they're, this getting, they're getting mad. They're, they're, and they're trying to get to the skin. They have a propensity to want to go in that guy, the German scientist showed the same thing in the video he did. And that was from 2017, 2016. So I'm telling you guys, this is such a satanic agenda that they're trying to, and this is why it's so important for Satan to get this garbage into our bodies because it's defiling us on a level that we can't even comprehend, I believe. And that's just the test. The vaccines are a whole other level. Okay, going forward here. Admitted, total martial law, police state in Canada to forcibly place COVID positives into concentration camps. I mean, it is getting so insane um, in Canada, you can't even comprehend it. Let me see if I can... I'm going to read to you something here, and this is direct quotes from the government. Now, they said, when Randy Hillier stood up and last October said... Our government plans to involuntary and involuntarily incarcerate yes. Canadian citizens mm -hmm. who test positive. Now, I played the whole thing, documented it all in our teachings, and he's just kind of rehashing that. Will you incarcerate them? Off goes the microphone. In come the fact checkers. They're not going to ever involuntarily quarantine people with COVID in Canada. That's what the fact checker said. I've seen all the quotes. Well, that's not quite right now. First of all, is how they're going to deal with travelers. They said when travelers come in, if they don't have positive COVID tests, they're fine. We're not building containment or internment camps, said the health minister spokesperson. Okay, but that was in October. This is now. The government's moved the goalposts on how people are treated. Now even travelers with negative tests will be forced to quarantine at their home under government surveillance. While this is only for those engaging yep. international travel, as we've seen, the goalposts have been moved. Yep, my, my listener that I read her report, they came back from Mexico, her and her daughter. And I mean, the, I read the insane amount having to call the government like once or twice a day and having them check up on you. And there's all these fines if they catch you outside of your house. I mean, it's total satanic insanity what's going on. I mean, everywhere, but Canada is really on the spear tip of this. Those with a negative test will then be able to quarantine at home under significantly increased surveillance enforcement, said Trudeau. So he chimed in. <clears throat> There will be increased security contractors that will do more. I would say things like door knocking, said Trudeau. Oh, yeah, Trudeau. that for sure. Yeah, she said that they can show up at your house at any time of day. And if you're not doing, if you're, if you're outside or if you're not there, then they can impose all these whatever on you. Fines and probably imprisonment and the whole nine yards if you're not complying fully with these COVID Nazi police. Uh, Dr. Teresa Tam, Canada's chief public health officer, Canada's version of Fauci, said the contractors would start working in 55 Canadian cities and then branch out. He says uh, if someone tests positive, okay, a positive test would mean a, quote, voluntary quarantine in a government facility. But in the licensing literature, here's what it says. 
mandatory conform, uh, confinement, mandatory, mandatory, no option. Now, when you use the word mandatory in October with Randy Hillier's uh, disclosure in uh, the Ontario uh, province legislature, they cut his mic off. Mm -hmm. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're wrong. Now we're seeing something different, aren't we? Those with positive tests will immediately, this is from the government now, they, they'll be immediately required to quarantine in designated government facilities. Did you hear what I just said? Will be immediately required to quarantine in government facilities, not at home. Come here, you belong to us. Yep. This is a quote from Trudeau. They're calling them mandatory government facilities now in the Canadian literature. Internment is something that they're forbidding anyone to use to describe it. Okay, I don't care what you call it. You're taking people against their will and you're sticking them in confinement camps. And oh, by the way, are there any false positives that you think will end up in these camps? Yeah. Okay, but here's from the government's own website. Violating any COVID instructions given to you under the Quarantine Act, this could lead up to six months in prison and or $750,000 in fines. Yeah, there you go. If you break your mandatory, notice the word mandatory, you were a conspiracy theorist in October, use that word, mandatory quarantine or isolation requirements, you could cause the death or serious body harm of another person. And therefore you could face a fine up to $1 million or in prison. Those are the same pedophores that want to, you know, eat your children and wipe you out and, and annihilate humanity. But they care so much about your health that they're going to quarantine you and, and impose $750,000 fines and six months in prison because they care so much. For up to three years or both. I could go on. Does it sound to you from the government quotes that I've read from their literature that they're going to give you a choice? Are you going to be quarantined against your will? Are they accounting for false positives? I see nothing there. Whose tests are they going to use? And who gets to determine and what camp you will go to? Wow. What about payment of your rent? Because you can't go to job and work. You're going to lose your place? Who's going to care for your children? See, these are questions I've looked for answers in the Canadian documents. They don't exist. This is a willy-nilly on the surface, you got COVID and we can snatch you. And we don't care about the consequences for your life or your family. That's how I'm reading this. This is scary. People of Canada, you need to rise up. Seriously. You need to have a government that treats you with respect. Yes, you can protect the vulnerable, but you don't need to destroy people's lives. And that's what I think this is setting up to do. Whether well, that's all this is about is just... There's no, there's no protecting the vulnerable. This is destroying the vulnerable. This is, you know, training you for the police state. This is training you for the whole satanic system that they that they want to set in place. Now, another related report is Canada COVID detainment facilities go from conspiracy theory to official government policy in the last three months. Okay, and that's a whole report that elaborates on what Dave was just talking about. Now, next report, 
<clears throat> from Rebel News. In Canada, police threatened to arrest Rebel News reporter David Menzies upon return to Radisson's scamdemic COVID-19 quarantine motel. Canadians are imprisoned there. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. And uh, we'll get this going. Warning. Censorship. Warning. Censorship. Outside this big, I mean, I don't know how many story, what, like, I don't know, over 10 story Radisson Hotel outside of an airport, I believe in Toronto. And they're out, there's protesters outside, and the woman's saying, Look, this woman is afraid that you guys are going to arrest her if she steps out of her room. And you could see the people up in the rooms looking out they're under like this forced quarantine and they're like helpless and one of the ladies puts up her hands like she's got her hands handcuffed like they're 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 like it's like forced imprisonment by the people that are incarcerated in it. I don't know, kidnapping, forcible confinement. How's that for starters? I'm not going to cooperate. I've done nothing. I'm just practicing journalism here. The cops are, the cops are threatening to arrest Menzies um, because he's just there reporting on the obvious. Because you can't, you, you can't report on truth. You've got to toe the party line and just go along with whatever satanic agenda they're trying to shove down your throat. My name is David Menzies, I'm with Rebel News, here's okay, my news flash. Remember how four months ago Justin Trudeau told us that this was a conspiracy theory. This was not going to happen. Yeah, and I remember clearly a couple months ago. Oh, it's happening. Randy Hillier, when he raised this at Queen's Park, he was mocked. Where will these camps be built? This is the guy that Dave was just in reference to. Where will these camps be built? And then they cut off his mic. I mean, this is totally straight for the pit of hell. How many people will be detained? They laughed at him, but wow, it looks like he was prophetic. Yep. Hey, how you doing there? Looks like they got more 5G towers up on top of this Radisson than you could possibly imagine. So these people are just being bathed, and I mean, in baked in 5 and 6G radiation on top of being quarantined in this devil hotel that's owned by China. The Radisson's actually owned by China, we found out. I gotta stay on this side? Okay, um, is, is this hotel under construction? So this is David, David Menzies, the reporter, main reporter for Rebel News, and he's just trying to get some answers here, and they're all being evasive. They're either totally evasive, or they just lie, or they don't answer his questions, because, you know, they're of their father, the devil, and they're doing his bidding in his service, and, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna just lie to your face. How you doing there? We're just with uh, Rebel News. My name's David Menzies, and uh, okay. yeah. I'm just gonna see if we could get a room for the night. No, sorry. No? No, whole oh. place is closed. Why is it? Whole place is closed. Closed. Uh, it's closed for construction. So he looks at him really weird. He says it's closed for construction. That's a lie from the pit of hell, you fork-tongued devil. There are people inside the rooms waving to like get get their attention, but they can't open the windows because you know these hotels anymore. You can't open the windows. But he's saying it's under construction, so he's just totally lying. And he's like, I don't know if he's the manager there or if he works there, or whatever. But I mean, just total bald-faced lie. For I see people in the windows. Okay. 
tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. That's, uh, that's what it is. It's under construction. I'm just a liar. You know, hey, that's <laughs> what I do best. There's all these people with megaphones. These poor people stuck inside. They're looking out like they're poor little puppy dogs. Like, and these. Thank God there are people outside protesting with with megaphones and things like this. Only God knows what type of situation might be going on. And I think they're keeping them honest to a certain extent, at least. We love you, come on. She says, I can't. She says, I'm handcuffed. They're saying, come out, it's a beautiful day. We're just going to go and see if we can speak to somebody there, okay? Oh, it's pitiful. So Menzies is going well, into folks, the hotel. we are in the, uh, I guess, the foyer of the hotel. I mean, and lo and behold... It looks like something out of Outbreak in there. They've got all these quarantine, like tent things in the hotel i mean it's so stinking ridiculous there is the logo for public health agency of canada so this has to be a quarantine hotel um unlike what jamie told us last time closed for construction it doesn't look <laughs> like it's under construction i mean they've nice. done something to it it looks like there's some kind of i don't know sterile holding facility here but this hotel has been constructed and um, there is some sort of a, a processing area here and we just want to get some answers to our questions but no one's going to open these doors and no one's going to come out so we'll just head back out so now that comes up later with the cops saying he trespassed he didn't even go into the lobby he was literally in the doors between like, you know how they have double doors and they're in, like, you're you're kind of like in the foyer type of thing, but you're not actually in the hotel yet? That's where he was at, looking in. Nobody told him he couldn't go in. The one guy just said, we're under construction, you can't rent a room. But you could you could walk in. There was no signs posted there saying you couldn't walk in. But they accuse him later of trespassing and saying that he violated, and that guy told him, and you heard the guy did not say that. The guy said... It's under construction. He didn't say anything about not going in. They're just liars. Oh, sorry. Coincidence, shortly after we came here, a bunch of protesters, anti-lockdown types, have shown up, and they're, I think, doing a great public service with mega horns and signs. They are telling the people in this hotel that they can leave. They have rides standing by for them, and indeed, it looks to us that there is no legal obligation. It just shows you how weak people are, where they won't, they, they won't take any initiative. They're afraid like little sheep that they're going to be prosecuted or they're going to get gut shot or what. Now, it may come to that, but they're not going to do that in the sight of all these. And at this point, the cops haven't even really shown up yet. Now, they do show up here in a second. But, I mean, it's just sad. It's sad how easily people are bullied and um, with no law that's actually really truly enforcing this. It's just you know, whatever they think that the uh, population will put up with.
for these people to stay here. Now, speaking of legal obligations, as you can see behind me, I think we're up to about seven or eight police cruisers. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm at Young Dundas Square, oh, for goodness you. sakes. And, uh, and they're just there to, to, to have that presence so that nobody will get out of line. We're threatening to charge me with trespass. I think it's preposterous. I simply walked away. Maybe I'm going to end up in the back of a paddy wagon before the end of the day. But in the meantime, we're going to talk to these people who I think are doing a great service to these people who are being essentially held against their will and held against their will for no valid reason. Let's see how this day pans out. Don't you think that we as Canadian citizens, we have a right to know how much the federal government is buying these rooms? You know, you might not know this, sir, the Radisson chain is actually owned by China. Imagine that. You know, so there's kind of a perverse irony. Here's the nation that inflicted this misery on us a year ago with the Wuhan virus, and now they're profiting by getting our tax dollars to occupy their hotels. Does that seem right to you? No, nope. Fauci was the one that made sure that it got over to the Wuhan lab, though. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of players and moving parts in that whole thing. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. We don't have work for uh, outside to interfere. Yeah. We're paying taxes, we're working, especially in the cold weather, now in the winter. People, some of people have no jobs because of all this propaganda right now. And yeah. what's going to happen to people tomorrow? Everybody needs to put food in the table. Everybody needs to go to visit their friends. Yes. So, sir, what is the plan here? Are your um, friends going to do a little demonstration in front of the hotel? Show up the government that we stand up for the people and okay. uh, we know our rights, okay? Hello. Oh, here comes the big boys. Hey, how are you? Oh, it's the Toronto Police. Yeah, big boys. Well, folks, it's really getting weird. Um, as you can see, we have two Toronto Police officers in their undercover F-250 pickup truck. Brand new. I mean, this thing, who knows how much it costs. When did the cops start driving Super Duty pickup trucks? Uh, <laughs> and... Um, we have somebody with the hotel talking to the cops. I don't know what he's saying. We have some protesters. We had no idea they were showing up. This is a, a coincidence. And this lady is saying in a megahorn, you have the freedom to leave. And we did see that with um, DeRay. You might remember him. He was the man that Chris Skye uh, was able to, if you want to call it this, uh, spring out of the Radisson right. just by getting into an Uber and leaving. So yeah. I think there's an undercurrent. So one guy has been sprung out of there, and I don't believe there was any repercussions, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe there will be later. I don't know. But I, the thing is, is the more people that comply with this, if people are complying in mass, and I understand there's a lot of people there, they're in a situation where, you know, they're like, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I just, it's just, I see where this all ends, you know, mass compliance equals Satan taking more and more and more until there's nothing more left to take because you're taken, you're done. And, and that's where this all ends, un unfortunately. That the authorities and law enforcement are actually lying to Canadian citizens yep. saying, you have to stay here. That's what DeRay was being told. They walked out, nobody laid a finger on them. So it's clearly a lie. And here comes another police SUV. Um, this one is marked. So um, I wonder if we're gonna see a repeat of uh, Young Dundas Square here. 
Yeah, I mean, he's putting out videos like multiple every day on all the atrocities. I can't keep up with them all. I've played some, but if you check Rebel News on the daily, if you want to, I mean, it's just insane. Hey, officer, how you doing there today? Yeah. Ask you for your identification for both of you. Oh, why is that? Because you're going to be charged for trespassing right now. <laughs> oh, why is that? We're on the other you know, side you, of the. You, apparently, you came in earlier prior to us getting here. Yeah, I nobody was... told me couldn't go in, but this devil is, you know, Satan's mouthpiece, and all always with the false accusations right off the bat. Trying to get a somebody on on camera, sir, to talk about uh, what's okay. going on at the Radisson. We, we I respect that. Okay. In the meantime, uh, you're gonna have to both provide identification at this point. Well, I I don't I don't understand. Failure to do so, you'll be placed under arrest. Well, <laughs> this is a hotel. It, it's open to the public. We were lied to. These, these these devils when they're burning in hell for eternity, and they they've done all their bidding and all their all their service for Satan. I hope that they have that smug sense of security that they've served Satan well and that hellfire and that lake of fire is all worth it for him it was under construction and we've been told okay. that the people here that are being incarcerated are being lied to that they don't have to remain in this hotel yeah okay so you know you're on my body camera okay. i'm happy to hear, hear that that's great okay then. again you're gonna have to identify yourselves okay well to me uh, well my name is david menzies with rebel news identification we can see Okay, well, I, I, we're we're not in a vehicle, and we're we're okay, not. You've you, you committed an offense of trespassing, okay? No, yeah. no, By yeah. going to the door of a public enter, hotel. Enter premises when entry is prohibited. You've already been advised. I'm just playing this so you can hear what red level of tyranny is just becoming the norm now. In the past, that you're prohibited from entering that place. No, he wasn't. We were told this was a hotel under construction, yeah. and officer. Remember what the guy said? He didn't say anything about not going in. He said it's under construction. There's no rooms for it. He didn't say you can't go in and he didn't even go in fully he only went into the foyer and looked through the glass people there i can okay. see a lady in the window on the sixth it. floor I'm not gonna debate it well but but how how is how is this hotel that's open to the public an act of trespass if i'm inquiring about getting a room here i advise you what you're gonna need to do Pardon me? I advise you what you're going to need to do, care about which is okay. identify yourself from identification. Well, I, I'm just here to practice journalism. There's a, a demonstration here, and um, we want to do this in a peaceful way. I don't want to. <laughs> or, or it's going to get out of hand. You, 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 you produce ID so we can give you that ticket, or it's going to get unpeaceful real quick. To escalate this with you at all? <laughs> Sir, I'm just standing on a street trying to do journalism. We saw what happened at Young Dundas the last couple of Saturdays, and it was disgraceful, to be honest. And I don't want to get to that either, but I'm just asking questions. Okay, and did you ask me a question and I answered it? You've been prohibited before from entering here? You entered again no, today after no, you've been told you can't come back? No, okay, you did. Actually, we were never told that, actually, that we no. couldn't come back. That's something to, I guess, to deal with in court, wouldn't it be? Okay, yeah, well. Because you fork-tongued devils have rubber rulers and you stretch them any way you want to stretch them oh man i tell you it's just unbelievable what's the new normal is anymore all right i'm going to go ahead and end part two here and we will go to the third and final part part three and uh we're going to talk about this a little bit more so god bless you and we will see you in part three